Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast episode 70 with me Sarah Hunt and me Jess Hunt. Hello everybody and hello from Charlie as well. <laughs> He's barking at the postman who's late today and just put something through the door. So um, I'm sorry if you heard him through the music, but he wanted to say hello too. Oh, bless you. All good. All good. All good. You still yeah. have a postman then. Charlie hasn't eaten him or anything. No, not yet. He's not bitten his ankles. No, it's okay. Not, not this week. <laughs> not this week, No. Um, he's sat next door, dog Poppy off as well by the sound of it. <laughs> so, oh dear. So what we're we doing today? Um, actively listening. <laughs> I thought that would be a good topic. I know we've talked about listening before, but um, it's something that's kind of been brought to my attention again recently. And and the way that it was put to me was that when we're actively listening, we're fully in our hearts, we're listening with our hearts and we stay in our hearts. And and of course, listening means not speaking, it means listening. Um, and I think it's a skill that all of us at various times need to develop um, because it's really important to be able to listen to people. It's important to listen to children when children are upset and it's important to for me it's important to listen to my clients properly really giving full attention to them and listening to everything they're saying and when you're truly listening you're not thinking about what you're going to say what you how you're going to re react or respond to to someone that's talking to you you're just listening but equally when you're listening to yourself you need to be in the moment you need to be letting go of any thoughts and worries and things because that's just putting you into your head so that you can hear what's right for you so if you're trying to make a decision and you you need to go inward to listen to yourself over whether that's the right decision for you or not it's no good having lots going through relating to that decision going through in your head because then that shoves you into your head and you can't hear properly does that make sense yeah let's let's look at this as two separate things i think so listening to others yeah and listening to ourselves that's how i'd like to to sort of separate it just in they absolutely are linked but just in terms of discussing it i think yeah, it might make it easier. a little bit easier <laughs> clearer so if we start with what most people are probably familiar with of listening to each other listening to other people then there's a few interesting things i just jotted something down quickly while you were, were talking because i wasn't actively i was listening actually but that's what reminded me you see listen the word listen, L-I-S-T-E-N, and the word silent have the same letters, just in a different order. I've never noticed that before. So the first thing I would say about listening is if we're truly going to listen and actively listen to someone, then it is about 
being silent, keeping our, you know, keeping our mouth shut, not trying to dive in with a solution or uh, trying to fix them or trying to offer anything. It's about actively listening, just being quiet and hearing the other person. I think another important factor is when you're actively listening to someone, they feel truly seen and heard. I know we're talking about heard, listening, hearing, but because of the way many people run their lives, the fact we've got so much going on and we're so busy, in air quotes, we can be listening, but not listening. So, for example, straight to mind, Robbie on his iPad or on his iPhone, I'm talking to him and he's like, yes, dad, yes, dad. But he tap, 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 tap on his phone. He's not listening, not really. He's not actively listening. He's not, I'm not feeling seen and heard by him. Mm. Doesn't mean he's not taking in some of what I'm saying, but he's not focused on it. He's not um, putting a priority on it in terms of trying to understand what it is I want and how that then makes him feel and, and how he wants to respond or react to that. So I believe it's important to give and this isn't just me as a coach, this is me as a person as well, to give someone the attention that they deserve. And if that might be a child, a young child who's showing you a painting that's just a load of splodges on the paper, but allowing them to feel seen and heard by listening to what they're saying. It doesn't matter if it's nonsense or, or whatever, but allowing them to express themselves to be seen because later in life, as, as we grow up, we get people telling us we're not allowed to say what we think. We're not allowed to express ourselves in the same way. You know, think of schooling, think of jobs, think of whatever. And I'm not saying that every situation is appropriate for us to say everything. I mean, there are things that pop to my mind that at times are just inappropriate in that moment. Yeah. You know, we all have those moments. I'm, sometimes we completely ignore what we're telling ourselves and we just do it anyway. However, I think those are, are two sort of key things is to set yourself in a in a place where you haven't got distraction, where you are actively listening, you are focused on that person. Now, we've talked about this before. When we focus on something, and I mean truly focus on it and let everything else go out the window, so all the thoughts that are whizzing around in our heads just let them go while we focus on that thing we naturally drop into our heart because we're not in our head if yeah. we're focused we're in the moment when we're focused we're in the moment aren't we we are purely in that moment mm. well if i'm worried about what i'm going to eat for supper tonight whilst we're having this podcast how am i focused on coming up with possibly some innate gems that I might have or might not, but might have to share with the listeners. If I'm distracted, if I'm allowing the distraction of other things to get in the way of me being in this moment, talking about active listening with you to help the listeners. Mm. So it kind of links round because if we take that time 
if, well, not even take the time. If we make the focus the person in front of us and you with healing, me with coaching, we do that as part of what we do. Anyway, mm. do that with everybody when someone's having a conversation with you. So you might be in a shop talking to somebody. Someone might come up and say, oh, hi, Jess, how are you doing? And let's have it. Then, yes, we could be, oh, I've got this shopping to do and I've got to get around. And, and, and oh, you're now distracting me. Oh, yes. And how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks. And but it's disingenuous. It's not it's not real and it's not actually benefiting anybody. And it mm. doesn't take that much effort or time to turn around, put your shopping basket down, whatever, but just, hi, how are you? Great to see you. And then listen, just focus on them for a few moments. I have done this in the shop with someone behind the, the, the till where they've talked to me. Oh, hi, how are you? And you can tell they're, they're kind of distracted. And you know they're obviously thinking about the queue of people behind me. <laughs> um, and when you actually stop and just look at them and just say, hi, how are you? Thanks for asking. Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you. And you're just looking at them and listening. They can feel the difference. They mm. feel seen and heard. They're not just valued. They feel valued. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we can do this in all areas of our life. Definitely. I think it's important as well is that when we're actively listening like that, and not making any judgment about anything we we allow people to express their opinions and we might not agree with those opinions but because we've allowed them to express it without interrupting we're just listening to what they've got to say we're not knocking people's confidence we're not we're allowing them to express themselves properly and and when we're listening like that as well it gives us the opportunity to think oh hold on I'm not quite sure I understand that right I'll make a note and I'll ask them in a minute so you kind of make a mental note or I make a mental note and I say well hold, can I just come back to that a minute I don't fully understand what you were saying can you explain it to me but I think it's important that we don't just go butting in and saying no I don't agree with that but take more of an approach of I don't fully understand what you were saying can you explain that to me because then you're giving them an opportunity to express what feels right to them might not feel right to you and that's okay because we've all had different journeys but I think a lot of issues between people come from judgments being made people not listening properly so they only half hear the conversation so they only get the gist of what the person's trying to say to them rather than understanding everything they're trying to say to them because they're too busy doing other things. I've done it myself so many times, yeah. cooking dinner. Yeah. Mom, mom, yeah. <laughs> la, 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 yeah, mm, okay. <laughs> and I'm carrying on cooking dinner instead of taking it off the hob or, or whatever and going, right, what was it you were saying to me? Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's so it's easy done because we, we live busy lives where we, we've got lots of distractions around us, but... And know from my own experience, when I've needed to express myself, that, that it's very frustrating if you're if somebody's said they'll listen, 
and sometimes all you need is someone to listen and then they're carrying on doing other stuff so they're not listening and it it does have a big effect on the how the person who is trying to express themselves feels oh absolutely just to pick up on a point that you made just now um where uh hang on what was the point that you made just now (laughs) (laughs) um so what came to mind um oh yes allowing the person to talk and not butting in Mm. a lot of that i think links back to what we talked about last week ego because there is a part of us that wants to be helpful or seen as helpful or seen as knowledgeable or which strokes our ego so when someone's struggling with a problem they might just like i do i do this a lot verbalize to help so i verbalize to help myself process and come to a conclusion of something just because i'm verbalizing it to you doesn't mean i'm asking for your input your i'm it might just be nothing more than just listen to what i'm saying then let's discuss it at the end But, Mm. but we and i have done this as well so i'm not you know we can have a thought or an idea that triggers because of what the person's saying and we feel that oh we must tell them now because it's a really good idea what that does apart from being a bit disrespectful what it does is break their train of thought of them processing stuff and it's not about us helping someone to come to a no it is about us helping someone to come to a conclusion but they've got to come to their own conclusion not well i think you should do this which is what a lot of us do or you know i've certainly done it in the past i'm very much more aware i'm aware of it and try not to do it now i catch Mm. myself a lot you know when i'm going to do it if it does happen and just allowing people to finish what it is they're going to say before we interrupt like you were saying because there might be something that i haven't said yet that's going to make clarity of something that i have said that will change what you think about what it is i'm trying to say to you yeah and this this comes back to when you're when you're in the moment and you're actively listening then you respond rather than react to what's being said don't you so it comes back to being able to respond rather than react because if you if you butt in you're reacting to what's being said rather than getting the whole context of of what's being said by the other person does that make sense yeah and also you're focused on what it is you think you so yeah when when we're doing a podcast you say something that reminds me of something i could yeah. try butting in and saying well this is an appropriate point to put it so hang on and what you've just said and we've and to be fair there have been episodes in the past where that has happened both ways, both ways. Absolutely. And to a degree, that is a normal conversation. You know, if you're face to face with someone, you don't just sit there and don't say anything for 20 minutes while the other person, well, hopefully it is a two way thing. But you also get signals and body cues and, and things as to when it's appropriate to say something or not. Mm. But if I'm focused on what you said 10 minutes ago, and I'm focused on must remember that, must remember that, I need to say that, I need to say that, I need to say that, then I'm not listening to everything else that's come after that. Yeah. And there have been times in previous episodes where I've thought you've said something and I thought, oh, that'll be good to bring in here because it's relevant. 
And then the conversation has gone away from that, from what you continue to say. So rather than, so sometimes I'll say, going back to what you said, because like I did just now, because I think it's an important point to make to help listeners understand the topic mm-hmm. versus other times when I've gone, okay, just let it go. It's not, it's clearly not relevant for this conversation right now. Mm. So rather than try and shoehorn in all my knowledge and oh, aren't I great and look at how clever I am because I know this. It's like, okay, is it relevant? Is it? So I'm responding to what's in front of me in this moment to make the choices of what I say and which line of thought I pursue, mm-hmm. if any. If any, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, um, yeah, it's just it's just really important to listen to people and 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 to respond rather than react and also what I do and I'm sure lots of people do this but if I'm talking to my grandchildren I try and come down to their level so I can give them proper eye contact so mm-hmm. little Nico he comes up to my knees <laughs> well probably a bit taller than that now but I will get down onto the floor when he's showing me things and talking to me so that I'm at that same level as him and not towering over him. um, So that again, it's about making him feel comfortable to talk to me, to show me things, to, to play with me. Whereas it's very easy with children, especially to kind of tower over them and talk at them and not listen to them properly. Um, and and I see, you know, I've seen it and I've done it myself. I've, I've seen myself do it when my children were growing up. And it's like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. Because think, you know just how they respond to it. Yeah, I think all of us that are parents have done that at some point. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just recognising it, isn't it? And changing how you do it. And, you know, nobody's perfect. We we don't always get it right. But it's it's just having that knowledge can get you just it can just remind you sometimes you start you know start a conversation with a child and and then you might actually think oh I need to come down to their level I need to show them that I'm listening I need to get them to sit on my knee whatever it might be so that they they feel that you're really listening to them yeah absolutely yeah, it's, it's just as important with children as it is with adults. Oh, absolutely. More so. More so, probably. More so, yeah. So, but then um, listening to yourself. Yeah. That's also really important. And <laughs> I've been very good at not listening properly in the past. I'm not perfect yet. Getting better at it. But but again, it's a skill. and And we need to be in the moment so that we can listen and and when we're listening we're feeling we're feeling into whatever it is that we're asking ourselves about so we need to feel does this feel right for me yeah does it is am i making the correct decision for me um so, so it is about feeling into things but equally to me listening when you're learning something 
you still need to be listening with your heart. And we've been taught, we've talked about this before, but we've been taught to go into our heads to learn things. So we've got to remember it all. But actually, do we? Yeah, on some occasions for some things, as we've discussed before, <laughs> there are times when you do need to learn things because you're doing specific stuff. But a lot of the time, a lot of the knowledge that we need to take on board, we just need to actively listen and absorb it through the heart so that the information's there when we need it and then it will come to us when we need it. And and so I think that's just as important as listening to ourselves is that we, we, we need to be. It's just making sure that we're always in the moment or as in the moment as much as we can be so that we take on board the information that's important to us. Yeah, I think there's a few things to add to that. There have been various studies done. I mean, this is something that came up in my NLP training, but various studies that have been done that that believe that the human mind, our brain, takes in everything we experience um, from the moment it's able to to the moment we die and it can't any further. It takes in and keeps everything. And the way we filter stuff, so the way we experience the world, we've talked about this before with um, mm. generalization, distortion, deletion and the meta programs that we have and our, our beliefs and our values and all those experiences and all those things that we use to filter stuff out. That gives us experience of life, but it doesn't mean that we haven't heard or seen or acknowledged the other stuff. It's just at a subconscious level. And what we have lost the ability of or where it is the ability to recall stuff intentionally. So to be able to walk into a room, you will have picked up everything in that room. But mm. if someone took you outside that room and said, right, I want you to describe that room in detail, absolute detail, as much as you can remember, we will only remember certain bits of it because we've distorted it because otherwise our brain would be overloaded or our conscious brain would be overloaded. So when we the point i'm making here is when we go into that place of dropping into our hearts and what do i need to do or what 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 um what do i need to know or what what needs to happen in this moment we allow the unconscious mind to pop these things into our heads so for example we're having a talk and you say something and i say oh did you know the word listen has the same letters as the word silent? Now, I didn't come on the call with that fact to intentionally put it on the call. I didn't even know what we were talking about until we went live. It, But it was something in my unconscious mind or in my mind that I'd heard somewhere before that the unconscious mind says, hey, this is relevant to what you're talking about now. Mm. If we then take that to everything in life, when we drop into our hearts and experience the moment for what it is, it allows our intuition, our wisdom, our innate intelligence, our subconscious mind to make connections that we wouldn't otherwise make. Yeah. Because otherwise normally in life our brain is so full of oh i've got to do this and i've got to do this got to get pick the kids up from school i've got to do supper what am i going to do i've got a meeting tonight i've got to get this done i've got so we're full of this muddy water of of, of ideas and things in our head that we don't get the clarity 
of what we actually need to be doing in that moment that's going to move us forward possibly better quicker whatever it is to solve whatever problem or or thing that we're focused on mm-hmm. so by listening to ourselves and some people do this with meditation some do it with journaling some it, sometimes it's just a case of sitting and okay what do I, like you say what do i feel because we experience life not just through the words that are said we experience it through our senses mm. and what we feel our emotions our feelings are a barometer of how we are how we're doing what's right if something feels a bit icky chances are it's something we shouldn't be doing or shouldn't be pursuing or it's an indicator of something we need to look at in ourselves because it's triggering something maybe a fear or a a self-doubt or a bit of negative self-talk that we need to then focus on to help so it's highlighting it to us so by going within and focusing on does this feel right and just sitting silently with it going back to silent sitting silently with it quite often the answer will just pop in now it might not pop in in that moment it might be when we go out for a walk when we're doing something completely unrelated i mean Mm -hmm. people talk about um, getting their best ideas in the shower for example i mean that's quite a common thing i believe it's because they're not focused on the problem they're focused on something completely different they're just in the moment having their shower and all of a sudden the unconscious mind says oh that thing you were thinking about the other day there you go here's some connections for you here's some things that you can use because you're allowing or you're giving space to your brain to make connections that you can't consciously make Mm -hmm. they have to come unconsciously subconsciously from the intuition and and the way we are of actually that relates to that that relates to that hey how about putting these two ideas together oh my god that's brilliant wow so yeah but it's about giving that space isn't it yeah silent we we, we don't (laughs) you know we society is such that if you're not doing something you can be judged regarded as lazy or not very clever or you know we have to be doing something all the time if we're not then you know oh that's just not good and that's not true it's absolute reverse yeah the less we can do the less we cram in the more in my experience both myself and with clients when i get clients or help clients focus on doing less they actually become more productive and get more done because they're not distracted with all of the other stuff that can lead to things like overwhelm procrastination that stops people from actually moving forwards Mm -hmm. so by actually doing less or focusing on less you actually get more done Mm -hmm. can get more done some people don't Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? But it but it is about being in the moment and being quiet. Whether you're listening to somebody else or listening to yourself, you've got to be quiet, be silent, and know that it's all right to take that time to be silent because 
it allows the focus, it allows the space. And so it moves you into a place where you respond rather than react. Yeah. Another thing to add is, and this has been asked by clients, you know, okay, so what am I listening for? So when, when you're having a conversation with someone else, they are saying words. Mm. They are giving us an indicator of what's on their mind. When we're listening to ourselves, we don't have that. We don't have an outside. We have something. So I've been, you know, what is it I'm listening for? Well, we can talk about intuition. We can talk about feelings and someone who experiences that and knows what we're talking about will get that. Just to put it to someone that maybe doesn't get it. It's just about listening and seeing what thoughts come to mind, what feelings come up about how we can move forward from that moment. So if it was a problem we're trying to solve, then sitting quietly and listening, often, okay, so what ideas can come? Oh, well, we could do it this way. Or how about that? Or, or actually, maybe this would work. Maybe that would work. doesn't matter at this point. It's your intuition is kicking in with, here are some possibilities that might move you forwards. Mm -hmm. It's then linking your feelings about, so uh, um, if I want to grow my business, then one of the ideas might pop in about me doing a whole load of Facebook lives, for example. Well, if I have a problem with going live on Facebook because of my own beliefs in myself or fear or anxiety or whatever it might be, then that's not necessarily the option that's going to move me forward right now for where I am in the way I want it to. It might be that one of the other options is a better solution in this moment. doesn't mean that I'm never going to do Facebook Live. doesn't mean I won't do it in the future. So it's not getting hung up on the answers that come, not trying to force it because when you force it, you're in your head. Mm. So it's allowing whatever thoughts, whatever feet, oh, actually, how about doing it that? And the other thing I want to add to that is don't reject any idea for the, mm. just because you don't want to do it. If an idea comes up, if a thought comes up that you think, actually, yes, you might have a fear around it. You might not go ahead and do it, but don't reject it. Because until you try it and see what the outcome is, you don't know how that's going to work for you. Yeah, that's very true. And we can, by not listening or because, see, you know, that's me dismissing something that's come up from my intuition. That might be the thing that's going to move me forward the quickest. But I've dropped into my head or jumped into my head and gone, oh, I'm not doing that. Oh, that won't yeah. work. Well, then you don't know until you try it. And as we've said before, there's no such thing as failure. There's there's only the outcome didn't come out how I expected it to, but there's a learning there. Yeah. So. Not much I can add to that, really. I think it's it's given um, a lot of food for thought for people. But I, I think that, that, you know, one thing just to say, though, is that sometimes when you go into that quiet space to listen to yourself, nothing comes. And that's okay. What you're doing is giving yourself space. 
which I think you kind of touched on earlier in a, in a way, but, um, but I think that that's important as well. You know, if I, if I have somebody that says to me, well, how do I know? And I, I'll just say, well, sometimes, sometimes you just get, you, you feel like you get nothing, but then you're pointed to the answers in a different way. Okay. Yes. Let's just touch on that a second. I would... so, so it could be that, that you get, you know, you get drawn to a book and, and that then triggers something for you. You might watch something on television and you go, oh, hold on a minute. Or it might be that you connect with somebody and they say something and you think, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Or it might be, I don't know, a song on the radio. You know, sometimes, sometimes the information that we need comes to us in ways that we don't expect. And so we need to be open to those opportunities. But for that to happen, we we do need to allow ourselves the space to go silent and listen to ourselves and put to ourselves, okay, how am I going to deal with this? What is it that I need to do? Yeah. It's being open. So by going within, what you're basically saying to yourself is, I want help with this. I need an, I'm wanting an answer for this, whatever this might be you might not get the answer in that moment but you absolutely will get the answer that you're looking for or at least you'll get no you ultimately you will get the answer you're looking for you'll get the answer yeah what whether you're listening properly to pick up on it is another thing <laughs> but it's staying open to where that answer comes from yeah like you were saying all those different things whether it's a book or you know your mind might be saying well the answer that you want is in that book that you read or that you saw on telly uh, advertised or whatever you just need to get a copy of it and read it or because we know what we need the answer for we just need to be open to where it's going to come from so just because I sit and meditate or go quiet and just sit and try and solve a problem for me, just to accept that it's only going to come from me, so it's going to be a thought in my head that's going to give me that solution, is wrong because I'm closing off other avenues of possibility of me finding that answer. Doesn't mean I won't come up with the answer, but there might be a quicker thing that I'm just ignoring or not seeing, not hearing, not listening. Not, hearing, not listening to. <laughs> because I'm fixated on where the answer's got to come from so put the put the question out there to yourself you know this is what I want an answer for this is what I want help with so now I'm just going to allow whatever and I'm just going to look oh that person's just said that click that's interesting mm. or whatever it might be because it will lead us to the answers that we're looking for mm. so lots to think about with actively listening Indeed. Hopefully that has given the listeners food for thought, some things to think about and to try. And um, yeah, just be in the moment <laughs> so that you can <laughs> hear, so that you can truly hear. Indeed. Thank you very much. Thank you as well. Um, and thank you to all the listeners. It's uh, been a very interesting discussion again. Thank you, Jane.
Thank you. And so, I was just having a moment. You were so you were so listening. <laughs> I was so listening. That you forgot that you were closing. I missed my cue that I was closing <laughs> everything down. So, on that note, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him.